far as tell the students who God is. And then he said, and Sherry, by the way, you get to teach math, which is neat. And if I find that I tell people, tell my students about the Lord, somehow my 55 minutes multiplies. And I have plenty of time to teach, review, quiz, up to two concepts a day. No, And so in in this activities of, of what God has shown me to teach math, let me tell you, describing seventh graders, most of them don't like math. Okay? Most of them, in fact, dread math. I can pick out the future CPAs, and I can pick out the engineers, right? But the rest, mm-mm. Okay, that's a factor that's working against my getting to teach math for the Lord, okay? The next thing is, I get to teach math first and second period, first thing in the morning. Guess what? My seventh graders, they're tired. They come in, you know, they stay up late, they're texting late. Another factor that works against us, sometimes they don't eat, okay? Bad mood, hormones. Kind of a thing. And then another thing that you have to work with is your co-teachers are a little anxious because seventh grade can be a little bit harder than the elementary and we're getting ready to go into pre-algebra. So you're going to have a little anxiousness with your co-teachers, okay, about math because their, their student doesn't like it. Do you see what I'm working with? Okay. So these are the things that just that I'm going to show you, and this is what the Lord has done for me. You know how when you read the Bible, we spend quiet time with him, and you hope that most of the time the Holy Spirit comes in on your heart and makes those words on the Bible move around, right? God says, Sherry, that's what I want you to do when you teach math. When I open a math book, Folks, it's boring to me. Is it you? You look at it, and most of the time, especially when it gets on up into the upper grade, elementary, I'm so color, as you can see, color going. Okay? So, it's kind of like he said, how can we teach math and make the numbers wiggle off the page? Just like the word does. So I started just going to the Lord and saying, show me how you want me to teach this. Show me how. So this is what I'm sharing with you, okay? So this is sometimes the first thing in the morning. I like to start off with a devotional, about five minutes. Sometimes classrooms start off with prayer time, prayer requests. What happens is that takes 10, 15 minutes. So back to what God wants me to share with them is to tell them who he is, okay? So here they come into class. I hand them a Jolly Rancher. I tell them to put up a word up on board that means jolly to them. Okay? Now, I don't do these kind of things every day. I have a whole year to do them. I've got 45 minutes to show you the year. Okay? But they come in, and I'll zero in, and I'll say, oh, wow, I like, we've got joyful. Somebody, thank you for writing joyful. Happy, glad, and jovial. Great words for jolly. But the one that I'm going to pick on and use 
is the joy of the Lord is my what? Strength. Okay. From Nehemiah. Now look at this as far as jolly goes. The jolly of the Lord is my strength. The happy of the Lord, the glad of the Lord is my strength. But whose strength are we talking about? It doesn't say the joy of Sherry is my strength or Mrs. Long. It doesn't say the joy of Lisa is her strength. It says the joy of the Lord is my strength. Go like this. Get your muscles up. Strong muscles. Get them going. You know, I kind of, sometimes I have them stand up if they're sleepy. Get them moving. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Now, I want you to open your books now to page so-and-so in your math book. And guess what we're doing today? Following the Okay? And you can eat your jolly now. Go ahead and eat your jolly rancher. And there's no, because they're going to be crumbling. But remember, we have jolly in our mouth and joy in our heart from the Lord. Let's pray. Do you see that devotional? Okay. That's fun, don't you think? Invites them in. Triggers them in. But I'm also hitting them with a concept of long division that they don't like. So, because I'll go, remember, we have jolly, and then I get them going. And so they're entertained for a little while while I get that jolly going in long division. You with me? Okay. Now, open up your folders, if you will. I had to go through all of my year that God had created, and I had to pray over this. How was he going to organize this? Okay? So it kind of goes like this. Let me read this when I wrote. The creator, our creative creator has created his creations to be creative creations for his created creatures. Okay? That's what we're going to do. That's what he wants us to do for math. Those are the challenges that we have is to make math, even though I tell my kids, my students, I know most of you don't like math. That's okay for me because that makes me more challenging to want to grab them. My job is to keep them second-guessing. wonder what Mrs. Long is going to do today. Okay? Now, I'm not going to do all the time, like I'm saying. I might pick one activity a week. Okay? Something that just splashes in color. Something that makes those numbers wiggle around that they're like, hey, math isn't that bad. Okay? Think about life. We have things in our life that we don't like, right? How do we teach our kids to get through them? Joy. Okay? In spite of. So that's what we're going to do. Okay. You have five sections. Right here, and I've paper clipped them. In fact, my daughter helped me do it. God organized them. If you'll stretch them out, and they're different colors, as you can see, this is how I like to teach. If you'll stretch them out, they spell a word. The big cap word. Anybody got the word? Faith. And it is by faith and in faith, or my faith, that has helped me to be the teacher that God wants me to be. Am I a great math teacher? No. God is. Okay? Are you with me? 
God is the one that helps me to be who I am. I'm not a math expert. I have an elementary education degree. I was a flight attendant for eight years. We had a child, homeschool, and now look where God has me. Out of years ago, bringing that education degree back into work, but it's for him. Oh, it's great. Okay, let's look at first days. Green page, okay? One of the things in our first days is when we get to meet our parents, and this is just coming up. My thoughts and what I want to share with you, and if you'll look at that, I have this on my board, M-A-T-H, and I'm telling you, everything I'm showing you, it's God. So if you will unpaperclip the line green, this is my letter that I send to my parents, and it's must always trust him, M-A-T-H. Right away, those parents know where I'm hanging out, okay? If you will look, please, at the first one on the M. So all of my information that involves the M words are on the must, okay? Um, And I always think it's interesting, and I don't know about you, but I love to see what another teacher does because that's how I learn. So it's front and back, and it's just a real quick what I've done. M, is, I'm just going to scan over this, is materials needed. This is our material. This is our messaging. Mastery of math facts. Go to the A on the back side, please. A is for always, must always, assessing the students. This is how... We do it at Faith Academy, okay? The attitude in the classroom, guess what? You can't come in my classroom with a bad attitude. I know you don't like math, but you can't come in. And if you come in with a bad attitude, guess what? Amanda, you got a bad attitude. Go back out and start over. Take your stuff, go back outside and come back in. And I give them a rerun, okay? No bad attitude. No grumbling, no griping. I've had that before my first year, and I had a nip in the bud because it caused a disease. Okay? The desert in the Bible? Okay. All right, the assignment sheet, and then our accent policy, kind of some things. Turn to T. Must always trust him. This is the teacher information. I am not comfortable telling you who I am. I want to tell you who God is. Okay? See the difference? Times to contact me, and then the target. That means our goals. Go to the back page, if you will. I must always trust him. Here's my homework information. Helpful hints and home time. Okay? This is just, I'm just showing you what worked, the feedback from the parents, because it was different. And because I put God at the top, must always trust him. That's what we're doing in math. Okay? I also, just like I gave you a folder, I also give students a folder and the parents, okay? On the right-hand side, so I just kind of put, here we are, this is our number, 701M, must always trust him. And you open it up, and I have on the left-hand side student information, and on the right-hand side it's parent information. We have a back-to-school blast before school starts. And so this is the information packet that I give them. For example, on the left-hand side, I'll have, we have this little honor sheet, and it's kind of a hands opportunity neighbor on time and respect. 
I have the assignment sheet. I have faves, and you'll get to see that in just a minute. And then I have a homework checklist, and I have got it. This is the Lord, too. I have it down to specifics exactly how I want my students to do the homework. I do not do treasure hunts finding the answer. Okay? Mm-mm. That just doesn't work. That's not fun for me grading papers. Okay? So that's on the left-hand side. On the right-hand side is this math information, because this is the parent. This is your communication. And then I will get to it as well. It's a prayer card that I'm going to talk to you about at the end with H for helpful hints. So this is what I give. I gave you a paper clip. Sometimes I've given highlighters. Highlight your life with Jesus. Because right now, it's real. If you go to Walmart, dollar store, things are real inexpensive. This one right here, if I did, I would say, keep Jesus clip to your heart. Do you see? And I think I got five for 40 cents. I am a dollar thrift store, anything kind of cheap store to make things come to life for me. Okay? So this is that math and the M-A-T-H and then the folder that I give to the students. You might do it completely different, but this is the way I communicate. If you wait right now, I think you can get these folders for about five cents a piece. Okay? Let's look at day one. Down, and you can also see, isn't it interesting how people do assignment sheets differently? Do you have that assignment sheet? And this is kind of my first three weeks of how it looks because I've got to train the co-teacher. I've got to train the student exactly how what we're going to do. Notice how in my key on the top of the front page, I have homework explaining how I want that to look because I've got to train them how I want that homework to come back to me. Practice problems, sharpening skills, problem solving. New that the added God's added this year is we're going to take laps, and it's called life application problems. I'm going to work on teaching a concept, and then I'm going to throw them over to a life application problem of a real-world math problem. I have to make them up on my own with the board. And then I'll have little handouts because I, I like to jump out of the book, okay? Keep it going. All right, and then also on the back, uh, and, and mind you that after three weeks, it all goes to the front page. But the first three weeks, I have a lot of communication to the co-teachers and um, so there's information to co-teachers, and then here is my biblical integration, okay? And so sometimes I'll even put, I'll do three scriptures, and it'll be Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so the parents can actually see what devotional I've had for the day. I love that. Okay, then here's another thing that goes in, and this just goes into the folder as well. And uh, I have favorites. Okay, this is for me to get to know the students. How fun. This is one of their first homework assignments. Okay, and I love it. I put it on a bright colored piece of paper, run it off, and I just want their favorites because, and I tease them about, now, now everybody don't rush and put math as your favorite school subject because then they just laugh about that. But it helps me to get to know them and to know their, they're like, oh, she's really interested and wanting to know. Okay, and then there's one more paper, if you can look, and it is a backpack. Now, I do this on the very first day of school, and the questions are on the back, kind of the backpack questions, okay? 
what I'm doing is I go and introduce them to the book. And we're going to take a backpack. Now, I can bring in trail mix that day. Because on a backpack, sometimes you get a little trail mix, kind of a little scoop. I mean, I'm not talking big, individual packs, but a little bit of trail mix. And they're like, this is great. So on those backpack questions, find the glossary. What page can you find the definition for? So what I did is this is the key, this is your sample to use for a backpack. This introduces anybody. The seventh graders love this. Just It took less than five or ten minutes, okay, for that first day of school to introduce them to the book. Okay, first days. Paper clip that back up, if you will. Any questions so far? Okay, we're going to go on to applications. And um, you can unpaper stuff that. Applications. God's really working on my heart. To Sherry, I want you to teach the concept, but I want you to jump out of that book because the more that I can make math real to the students, the more I can maybe get them and swing them to like it a little bit more. You know, if they're over here and dislike, if I can swing them to the middle, then I feel like, gosh, I've got them. I got them to work with. Okay, unpaper clip that, and let me talk to you real quick about this. Um, we start off with a great review. Our seventh graders like this: is addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division. And God came up with this. I happen to live out in the country, and so I have about a 30-minute drive to school and 30-minute back. So many times, God and I work out activities together. So letting the students see where God is and what God's Word says in math. So let's look at that one. We're going to go with my A's over here. This doesn't take very long. I find this about giving them two or three weeks. When I do a little project, a math project, I give them so much time for it because I don't want it to be a burden. You can put in your assignment sheet timelines that I have found very effective with projects. This part of the project needs to be completed by this. The next time, and divide it up in about five different groups if it's a bigger project, okay? And then by the time they're ready to make the presentation, boom, the project's already completed. They're like, gosh, Ms. Wong, that was great. And our feedback from the co-teacher, fabulous. We appreciated the timeline of marking it. So in God and Math, they're, they can't just write a Bible verse. Google the Bible verse with the word add to it. I'm asking them what's going on. Okay? Guess what happened? Mom and dad or mom, whoever got involved with that, great Bible time for them. Okay? Kind of neat. A little bit. All right, the next one you see, this is a big one. This is a timeline one. And it's called a life application project. And what this is, is they get to interview a friend, a family member, a teacher, a pastor, whoever they think that might use math in their daily jobs. There again, showing them hmm, careers they might admire. And then on the back is the rubrics for that. And they have to make a presentation. I start the last grading period for this one um, in the fall. And and how I work this, and it works great, is I, my last week of school 
is my review week for the final. We do a final, math final. And so I divide a few, you know, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, when we meet, a few in my class give the presentation, and then we do some review. Then more presentation and review. So I'm breaking up that review. Okay, Wednesday and Friday, same thing. And I also let the students know when they're doing their presentation. Okay? I want them to have more fun doing the presentation because they're just getting up to speak, kind of, and they're a little nervous, and it's math. But I wanted them to have fun. I wanted them to have fun to see, and they were incredible about, oh, my goodness, so-and-so did all of this math. Okay, the next one. Math and music spring project. And I do have that divided. You can see where my date. Literally, the Lord made this project up. Guess what kids like to listen to? Music, right? And so my, my scripture, whatever is, you know, the true and honorable and right, and you think about these things, bring that into them. They get to pick out their favorite Christian song. I get to approve it. Pretty liberal there. I, I mean, I have to, I Google some of them I don't know, you know, for the lyrics. And if I can't see God in it, even if it's a crossover song, I go back and say, you know, I need, I need you to work on that a little bit. So I'm very few pick hymns nowadays. But it's like, oh, my goodness, you get to let me pick my favorite song. Guess what this is? Fabulous spring semester review due prior to finals. And I go in the, what I use for my math worksheet on part four at the back. I go back in the middle in January and compile reviews, and I use the number of the words in the song. So, for example, you know, if it's 152, multiply that by a number. Divide it by so-and-so. You know, uh, a fraction, whatever. Use it as a review. It's great. It was just great. And they liked it. Then they get to do a presentation of their song. I bring my laptop plug into iTunes, and they get to hear a little bit of bar of it, and then they get to share a little bit about that. What have I done? I've reviewed them the whole semester. They didn't even know it, and I used music. So I, I, and I used the number of the words to the music, however you want to. Okay, another one the Lord came up with. Ten things I wouldn't be able to do if it weren't for math in my world. Look how big that my is, because that's where we are with seventh graders. It's a lot about me and what's going on. Sixth graders to eighth graders. Okay. Uh, and I gave them some examples. How many washed your hair this morning? Some of them raised their hand. When you picked up that bottle, there was a measurement on it. Oh, I didn't know that. How many of you asked your parents to go to the movies? You know, seeing the movie or some whatever popular movie. Okay? Well, guess what? Did that cost money? And then, it, like, did you ask your parents to run you over to a friend's house? Well, did that cost take gasoline and gallons? Are you with me? So they just, oh, right away got that done real quick. But it made them see everything. Because that's one thing. They can't see. They're like, why do I have to do this math? They can't see it. And the more that God said, show them who I am, and then 
You know, let them see where math is in everything that they do. Trying to get them to say, hey, you know what? I do need the math. Okay. Let's go to I. So faith, F and A. I guess this would be kind of one of my favorites. You might agree with it and you may not. But one of the ways that you, I feel like that I can appeal to my students is through their senses. Through sight, with color, taste, through movement, whatever. Have you, let's just like with the interest, let's start with food. Look at these things. My daughter had, uh, my daughter's sophomore at Faith Academy. Do you know what I use this for? Decimals. There's nothing better than big old black decimals. And do you know what they have a hard time doing? Putting them down in their answer. Because if the decimal in there, it's not right. Right? Isn't that right? So I really emphasize, and you know, they make the big Oreos and they get smaller and then this little one. So I left them. I, you know, and it's not expensive. Buy a bag of Oreos and give them an Oreo. But it's the big black decimal. I also go online and Google pictures of Oreos, all different kinds, because we do speed tests often. And at the top of the speed test, I have different pictures of Oreo looks, like milk, Oreo being dunked, several stacks or a tower. I also Google statistics about Oreos and give them some math information. Okay. Like how many Oreos, we've eaten so many Oreos from the time the concession, this is when. Fun. I've got their attention. Now we talk about decimals. Okay. Oreos, food. Trail mix, I mentioned that with a backpack. How about, uh, let's see, Skittles. I've done a rainbow review with Skittles. You know how those little packs of Skittles come out? I've done a rainbow review with using geometry. And then it had the scripture of God created the heavens and the earth, so it's a Bible study. But what you do is when you give them M&Ms, and I'll tell you about M&Ms, when you do this, you ask them to open up the packet and get their Skittles organized. Don't tell them how, but tell them to organize. And it's the most fascinating thing. You get letters, you get them by color, you get them by category. But it, they have so much fun. And then I say, now don't eat the Skittles until after we've done a certain part of the review. With me? I've got them on the review because we're skittling right along. M&M's. Went to the dollar store. This is called Mini Math. Sometimes in our days, in, you know, of taking notes or whatever of the concept, I give them little tablets like this, little pencils, and Mini Math, little bitty things of M&M's for a day. Okay, just because everything is little. And so they're going to make little numbers on their paper. Okay, mini math. Very fun. Um, chocolate milk. Uh, when I'm teaching the metric system, do you do King Henry died by drinking chocolate milk? Okay, I serve them literally chocolate milk. Okay, the whole class. I buy a big, couple of gallons of it because I have two classes. And how fun. Do they come in the next day? They dread the metric system, but the next day they come in 
and they've had a blast because we've been drinking chocolate milk. Okay, Starburst. Because our seventh graders, or wherever that you're teaching, or, or even if you have children at home of this age, they go through a steam like this. I like to remind my students that I think you're wonderful, God loves you more, and you are stars of Him. So sometimes it's just stars that we use. And then you can see the Jolly Ranchers. There's just so much. I've done this. Look what I found. Placemats at the thrift store. Okay? I've used my back tables and done activities on each of the placemats. And then they have different, you can get little patties or stuff, anything in the season of January. I'm, I'm kind of like that. They love it. But it's, I'm causing that activity, that different, that variety. Do you see? Okay. Um, let's go to colors. Magnets. Can you see my magnets? I put those up for concepts that I'm learning. If I've got a question, I put those up. Okay, these are laminated tablets, sheets of tablets. These are little things at the teacher heaven. These are things like at uh, Michael's that they already have in color because I don't color that well. And then right here. And so to look at up on the board and they come in and go, oh, look what she's got going. That's more exciting as far as this answer. Let's look at this. Let's look where the penguin is. Let's look at this. You see? So I'm directing those activities. Fun thing right here. When they come in to class, I might have these put on different colors throughout the room. Okay? At a different person's seating. On the board, I've taken the red marker and I have put a review problem up here. Guess what I call this? You've been attacked. Okay? So that's just like something like that. Pumpkins. Three different size pumpkins. Guess the weight. They don't have any spatial concept of how much a pumpkin weighs. Guess what? They get to win it if it gets the closest to the weight, if that's the time. Candy grams. The same thing. Big bags of candy when you're doing the metric system. Wonderful. Winter Wonderland, I've done this, I've shown you that. Map pencils. Have you told them to bring their map pencils? And they do different problems in different colors? It's okay. We don't have to always use pencils. Regular pencils, do we? But map pencils, stickers. Let me talk about stickers. Myself, my person, myself, I happen to like stickers. It's me. I think it's a good thing in me. These were at Target for a dollar. 560 stickers. These are stars. What if I was teaching them about being a star for the Lord? Okay. What about you make me smile? I did this for eight. And, it, and it, I, I thought, oh, my seventh graders, I'm going to cut back on the stickers. I don't think they're really getting anything out of this. What was interesting, nobody said anything when I cut it back. I did a test. When I brought it back three weeks later, pulled this. Their paper. They tell me the stickers are back. I can hear them. Look, I thought my stickers are back. But they never bother because they're too cool to tell me these things. But it's so cute to watch them. I love that. Movement. Have you ever gone into your room and rearranged your tables differently? You know, do them in the horseshoe. Put them in groupings. Rearrange them. 
What about your position when you do? Have you ever talked from the back of the room yet? Okay, that's a great thing. Sometimes I like to, my sleepy one, I like, like to come and teach right here. I guarantee you that she won't fall asleep. And then you get down like this. <laughs> what do you think about that? Fun, fun. Move that podium around because it, when you move, they move. Okay? The energy. All right, fun things here. Give them some drawings. Take some cards. Color store. You know, we've got the different sets. Whatever you're writing, dividing up in your groups, meet them at the door. Draw a card. That's where, you know, and then put a little card down there for them to match up where to sit. Boom. You've already saved time because you've got them divided up into groups. You don't have to hear the grumbling in case they're not wanting to be with somebody that they don't want to be. But you've, it's kind of like, where do I get to sit today? I have assigned seating just because I have some personalities that I need to manage more up here or that I prefer them closer to me. And then... So then sometimes, do you ever just give them free days? Sit where you want. Oh, how great that is. Okay, obstacle courses. Another thing here, dollar store. You know, for stations, different movement stations, when you want to do a review, anything like that, an obstacle course. Um, all right, now where is this? Playbook. Sometimes it's wonderful to just jump right out of the book for a unit. Let your co-teacher know because they're going to worry about, oh, what's happening here? And when I do it, for percent. And during football season, I have these little things, and for each, each lesson, it'll be the play or the run or the down or whatever for practice. And so I do everything, and I've given them a folder. These are inexpensive. Football stickers, that doesn't take very much, and you make these. I, I, I can do these. I'm not very computer-savvy kind of. But just anything that you want to do, jump out of the book. Okay? That's exciting. And guess what? When this unit is over, it's over percent. Percent is not the favorite thing. They're so excited to jump back in the book. Oh, what'd you say? You, you want to get back in the math book? Isn't that great? I love that. Um, time will tell in money. You know, you could just do money is no object. Guess what? You could do the devotional time with the Lord. You can do the money as far as the money. Jump out of the book on just certain little features, little splashes. Make it more interesting throughout the year. One of the books, and I don't know if your academic supervisor has shared this with you, and I wrote it down. Have you all read this? It's by Dr. Bruce Wilkinson, and it's called Teaching with Style. I cannot teach like this. I like to move around and do, okay? So this teaches you, plus it has a great Bible studies with it. Talks to you a little bit about movement. Okay, let's go to T. How am I doing on time? Testing. Testing. Okay. Different folders. I'm giving them a test. I put the test question in there and ask them to draw one. Have them draw what number to work. Like I'll say, hmm, Lisa, what folder do you like today? And Lisa will pick a folder. So inside, there's the test question. Okay? Different folders. Sometimes I might do this, Tony the Tiger, I think you're great, you're stars. You're wonderful. 
Do you know how wonderful you are before the Lord? And then I have folders for review. Pick a folder. Testing. Pop test. Okay. Another funny little thing. How about, this was funny. This is a, this is kind of balloons. Pop test. Put the test question inside the balloon. Blow it up. And let a student pop it. I'm talking about five questions for a review, a pop test. Do you think they will remember a pop test like that? I think they would. Colored paper. Of course, red doesn't work. But when you look at your folder, didn't color just kind of excite you a little bit? Just as it was? And the thing, I, lime green's my favorite color, so, okay, yellows, pink. Guys, I'm kind of like on the hot pink or whatever. Red doesn't do testing as well as you can, I mean, on that one, that did pretty good because that's not a strong red. But um, just a variety. When I do unit tests, they are on colored pieces of paper. Um, Speedy Gonzalez. I do a, a thing with red hots and hot tamales. And someday I might take all of my speed tests, about six of them, and do a thing with Speedy Gonzalez where I have this cute little guy, okay, little pictures around, and I make a game, but there's speed drills, and there's about six of them, okay? Red hot, hot tamales, anything like that. Um, the good, the bad, and the ugly. This is a great one. It used to be a Clint Eastwood fan, so. Um, what is so fun about that is when you have a test of some kind, say ten questions, and I'll go, Karen, um, or I'll just tell the whole class, look at the test, and I want you to work the two ugly ones that are to you. And I'm like, huh? And I go, work the ones that you really don't want to work. Let's get those out of the way. Okay? All right? Now look at the test, and let's work three bad ones. That means that they're not as ugly as the ugly ones were, but they're kind of in the middle. And then the last, let's save our best ones, our good ones for the last. The good, the bad, and the ugly testing. Okay. I-S-T and H helps. You can unclip this one. First one you'll notice, is prayer. And on this biblical virtues that you see, this, ladies, revolutionized my year last year. Okay? Why? Because I, you can get this from Navigational Press. Okay? You can order them. They're not very expensive. This is a card that you can pray every day of virtue for your child. I take it and do like the first virtue might be um, salvation. I'll take that and pray it the whole week over my daughter. I pray it over my grandchildren, and I also pray it over my students. I invite the parents to pray with me. Because what happens when you pray the whole week? Say if I have 28 kids, I divide it into seven. So every day I pay, pray for four of my students. What happened to my heart as a teacher is I began to see Amanda not as a student, 
but I began to see her as a heart of God. I saw her heart. Do you see what I'm saying there? It revolutionized. And then I also know not everybody prayed, but guess what those parents knew? That I was praying weekly over this child. Okay? What did God want me to tell them? Right up front, tell them who I am. So praying revolutionized. Co-teachers. Okay. I am a chatty Kathy, I would say. I bet I email my, co- my co-teachers probably every other week. Okay? Two zeros and no homework showing up. That parent's getting an email. Okay? Uh, but <coughs> when I email, I don't put math information. I might uh, put what goes down must come up. Okay? Something of humor. Snap, crackle, pop. Something with behavior. All right? Um, anyway, pray about it because the sense of humor, I've got to grab that co-teacher at home. And I want it like, when Joanne, you see an email, oh my goodness, what is Mrs. Long going to say now? But I would like to, big wheels keep on rolling. I've done that. Perseverance. You know, something with a sense of humor will make them eager to click on your email. If I make the parent eager, does that help me for eagerness in that? You see that? Okay. Um, homework format, you're going to see this right here. This is a, a God thing. I, I have my students, I gave you an example. This is the requirements. This is the example folded, and then even there is a student example of how it looks. Okay? That's fabulous. That is easy to grade. This year I'm going to ask them if they want to. They can either circle the answer or highlight the answer. Because a student did that for me last year, and I'm like, woohoo, this is great, having a highlighted answer. Okay, last part, and then we're almost through. On organization. Woo-hoo. I'll tell you what, it takes a lot in this university model system to be organized. One of the things that I found when I start off with a parent, I ask my students to use a spiral notebook. So when they come in, they turn the page, and then this is, each one is a concept. I don't walk around with my seventh graders to check to see if you are on board with me. I'm not going to do it. You have a responsibility to stay on board with me. Are you with me? So what I do, instead of having all this loose notebook paper, this is where they take notes. So when we practice and I teach something on the board, they're writing it here. Guess what? Co-teacher says at home. Well, let me see how Mrs. Long did it. Show me your spiral. It's all right here. When it gets through, they can just throw it away. I don't grade it. Sometimes I did a spot check, but I thought, mm-mm, I am calling and raising the bar. They're responsible for it. But it keeps all the papers in touch. Another organizational thing that I do is I have so many papers to give them, like Monday. I don't know about you, but Monday with the assignment sheet and, you know, all the homework. I bought a portable plastic um, file folder, you know, a, a file thing, like a cabinet. little. I mean, just a plastic with a lid. And it has those file folders in it. So that's where I put their paper in. 
and that helps so much. It provides privacy with their grades, and then you can just take it and then tuck it in a shelf somewhere, office depot or something like that. And then you can reuse from year to year those sliding file folders. Color, do I use color? Yes, I do. Different classes, different colors. And then the last thing that I do when a student walks in, I have a bigger board than this. I have this, and then I have a blackboard over here that I really don't use. I put the date on there. I write what they need to pick up in the back table in their folders, pick up folders, pick up assignment sheet, pick up handout or whatever that's coming up for their assignment sheet, all the things they need to pick up, what they need to turn in, and what they're going to need for the day in my classroom. And that helps as far as when they come in, some of them say, Mrs. Long, what's the date? Mrs. Long, what do we need? What do I need to turn in? And here's the thing. When that child doesn't turn in their homework and the parent or whatever asks you, you can say, you know what? I have it on the board every day. They read on the board to turn it in. But sometimes I'll go over and say, hey, by the way, let's do a checklist. Ba, 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 ba. Okay. I have a red pen monster. We never have our red pens. I don't know what happens to them. That's on the supply list. But we have a red pen monster, and they disappear like you wouldn't believe. This is what I do. I just go to Walmart and buy tons of red pens, and I'm cutting that system out of just the red pen monster. Thank you very much. It's over. That was quick, wasn't it? And here's the thing, too. If you thought this was quick, that's how you want your math class to go. This is how I teach this fast. With me? So it's kind of like people say, how in the world do you teach a seventh grader? I go, well, they have to stay up with me. It's not a problem. And so when my seventh grade boys are sober, something, I'll go, okay, we're through. Pack your bags, go. We're through. It's over. Who has won? I did. We won, didn't we? Okay, have a good afternoon. Thank you.